This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I know there's a niche, 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 whatever. You can pretty much every kind of, uh, you can find a show about anything. But vegan adult themed vegan cooking show, uh, that's a new one for me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what they were making on this show. I that's what a, a sweet love apparently. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, uh. I uh, I don't. Well, here's the question about that though. Okay, what they were doing was legal, presumably, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Just unbecoming of a chancellor, I, I guess. Suppose. Unbecoming of a chancellor. Okay, but and he was elevated, I think, from a regular faculty member. So, I mean, you get that opportunity to become chancellor. Are you bringing up at that moment that you know what I, <laughs> I, I got this little side gig. <laughs> a patented to Russia. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I like my own alone time uh, with my wife, and we make a we do a little something something on on the internet. Do you disclose that at the time? And what I mean, if it's if he's still just a faculty member, like how many people knew that? Did anybody know that? And, okay, if he's still just a faculty member, not just saying just, but if he's a faculty member and this comes up, is he is he forced out of that position? Does that – see, to me, that – like when I think of a college professor, I think of someone who <laughs> maybe is a little sexually liberated. Sure. You know? Like I've seen the movies, Animal House, you know, the Donald Sutherland character. But what lines of work? Does that not fly with? Like we had the Minneapolis police officer who had the OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. This guy did too. He had an OnlyFans yes, account. Yes, he and his wife, yes. So, I mean, I get that if you're the chancellor of a school. Probably doesn't fly. <laughs> but if he's still just a faculty member, would you uh, accept that? I, 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 w- I would. I Honestly, if he's, as long as it doesn't involve any criminal activity... Or activity with students. Uh, if he's a good teacher, he's a good teacher. And what yeah. he does in the privacy of his own home uh, with his, even though he's broadcasting it apparently, and he's on a vegan adult vegan show, which had no idea it exists. Who are we to say that that's 
that's wrong. I think I agree with you. As a faculty member. Right, as a faculty It's member. a little different if you're cha- You're right. If you're chancellor, you're, you obviously are representing that school. And... But it's like, again, it's like each position, I think you just, you take each position as it, I'm not going to say that, <laughs> on its own. Sounds like that's how it went, yes. <laughs> And uh, you determine. But, okay. I'm going to disagree with you both. All right. Because if, if it's... For being if a if faculty member? Yes. Because if it's known, and assuming it would be known by everybody, how do you expect a classroom full of kids, college kids, <laughs> to take any class seriously taught by somebody they know yeah. does porn, does an adult theme, <laughs> vegan <laughs> cooking cook show, show with his wife or anybody else? I, I mean, the joke, the class turns into a joke then at some point, right? You're probably right. I guess. It depends what the class is, though, too. What is he teaching? Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> then it is, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think that one is okay for me. Yeah. I don't know what he was teaching, but he was also reprimanded reprimanded back in 2018, oh. presumably while he was a faculty member, for inviting a porn star to campus for a lecture. So A lecture? A lecture, yes. I think I remember that story. 2018. Um. Again, it depends. Well, like, okay, if it's just like... Hey, it's an economics class. Let's find out what uh, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Peter North thinks about <laughs> part of the economics. <laughs> but if it's about like a if it's a class on adult entertainment, or if it, is it's then I'm, that's a legitimate guest. College students should be able to handle that. Yeah, it's not you're not bringing in a porn star to talk to high school students or grade school students. College students are adults. They should be able to handle handle that. Well, you don't you disagree with that? Um, I just don't know that there's the maturity there to truly handle it. No, I mean they'd like college they like kids. To, yes, I have one. They like to think they are mature, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, I just don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Do you think uh, as a college professor and he still has this side job? Is that okay? Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, my God. Where did you? This sounds like it's from a musical. Is it from a musical? <laughs> it's from a movie. Uh, a Million Ways to Die in the West, the Seth MacFarlane movie. I've oh, not seen it. I haven't either. But uh, when you search mustache songs on Spotify or Google, <laughs> this one pops up. Uh, mustaches and pornography, they kind of go hand in hand sometimes. I mean, Don't even say kind of. Porn star mustache, that's mm-hmm. what we call it. We brought the, we're doing the uh, mustache songs because Mayor Jacob Fry has a mustache. And you can, we're assuming not a porn channel, though. I don't think so. He's not on only. I think we'd, we'd probably know by now if Mayor Jacob Fry. But there's a job, too, if the mayor of Minneapolis has an OnlyFans page or a side hustle doing video pornography, which is legal, by the way, I think that's a deal breaker for the mayor of Minneapolis. Would you yeah, agree with that? I think so. Okay. Somebody in that high of a leadership position, I think so. But I think a college professor, that's... And I draw the, yeah, not a high school teacher, not certainly not an elementary school teacher, but a college professor, I think, can, you do you in your off time. <laughs> do whoever you want <laughs> on the video. <laughs> if it's not a student, you know, if you're not getting, if you're, as long as you're not getting students involved with it, I guess I don't have a problem with that. That's a job, I guess. And again, it's for each job you look at. That one is okay with me. Uh, somebody's texting here. Well, what do you think? 651-461-9226. When is our country going to get over the adversity to sex? Yeah. Unless they're the ones doing it. It's so frustrate, frustrating. That's that. what that professor does in their off time shouldn't be of any impact to what they do in the classroom. Well, it is, though, when they put it on the Internet for anyone to see. <laughs> I don't know. To, to me, even college. Sorry, you know, maybe maybe if the professor the professor is a professor of, you know, sexual education or you know morals and ethics, maybe maybe the professor could have an argument. <laughs> Look, I'm teaching about this stuff, but you know, if you're going to an economics class or you know whatever <laughs> history, mathematics, whatever, I, I don't know how you can. If, if I was running a college. And learn this about that professor, how I could expect students to go into that class yeah. knowing what their professor does in the off time and be able to take the class seriously or, frankly, not be not take the class for all of the wrong reasons. <laughs> I'm sure some people would take that class because, hey, that's the guy from the video. Yes. Uh, from <laughs> The reason we're talking about it because we're talking about Joe Gao. He uh, was the chancellor of the University of Wisconsin. Great title. Chancellor. Yeah, chancellor. Uh, He's out of his job for the porn videos online with his wife. They appeared in an adult-themed vegan cooking show, which I had no idea existed, but why not? Soy milk, anyone? (laughs) Jeez. Gosh. (laughs) And ran uh, online accounts under the name Sexy Happy Couple. Original. I mean, that's why maybe he should be out of a job for the originality of the title. (laughs) Uh, Gao was also reprimanded by the university back in 2018 for inviting a porn star to campus for a lecture. In a statement, UW Board of Regents President Karen Walsh says they're alarmed and disgusted by his actions, which are wholly and undeniably inconsistent with the role of chancellor. I'll give you that. I'll give you that 
um, that's not in line with somebody that should be chancellor. Uh, so you wouldn't care, text here, you wouldn't care if one of your daughters was in a class and now she's watching his ding-a-ling on TV. <laughs> I'd be concerned with if my daughter were watching those videos on TV. Yes, I would be concerned with that. <laughs> uh, whatever term you want to call it. Um, but if she were in the class, again, as long as she's not involved in the making, viewing, or solicitation of those videos, and this guy's teaching a class on something else, I don't know what the topic is, if it's a good class and he's a good teacher, I don't think I have a problem with that. Uh, there's never a need for a porn star to show up at college. They don't have classes on adult entertainment. Adam Dunn, they also... Also, that guy should know better because most teachers and professors not even supposed to have Facebook pages uh, put anything up on themselves. Well, I don't know about that. I think college professors can have Facebook pages. I, I understand the hesitancy but from high school teachers mm-hmm. and elementary school teachers having those um, Facebook pages, but I don't see the problem with college professors. Uh, we had college professors, like, smoking dope with us when I was in college. Like, like we had a, a college professor who was, like, our – fraternity, like faculty advice, quote unquote advisor. What that meant, he showed up at our parties, he drank with us and he smoked dope. <laughs> and I've, you know, that's more of an impact, I think, on who that professor is and how he relates with students than one who's in porn videos and doing that on the side. At I don't least, know, maybe, I guess I'm just too, too I guess I'm too open minded. At least your professor wasn't probably pushing cauliflower wings on people like it should be a real food. <laughs> yes. Come on, people. I uh, would it, would it okay for a WCCO host to have a porn site? Depends who it is. <laughs> I don't know. I that's. I mean, I'm not going to find out. Jason to Russia, maybe he can find out for us. Maybe he's got. Uh, he'd Good be willing question. to. <laughs> Let me tell you about to Russia eats. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I'm going to guess probably not. But again, it's it's each job. It's like if there's a guy, a construction worker, and he's got an OnlyFans. I don't think anybody cares. Probably not. And I mean, even here at CCL, it's different whether you're on air or behind the in scenes. sales yeah. or uh, you know an engineer or something like that. Uh didn't anything would top the Kramer engagement story for the year, but the mustache might do it. Oh, somebody back to the uh, mustache. What was the Kramer one? Kramer engagement. I missed that one. Uh, disgusting, someone says. Uh, so what she's saying is we can send college-aged adults to war and witness all the horrors associated with that, but they can't handle a lecture from a porn star. Says something about our society. I agree with that. I think they should be able to handle that. Diane is called in. On the WCCO Talk and Text Line. Diane, what do you think? Well, I well, I had this experience. I went back to school late, so I'm an old person in a college class. And it was the psychology of human sexuality. Yeah. Okay, so the guy put brown paper over the window of the room, the, the classroom. I'm thinking that's weird, and we're in movies. But everybody was there that night, so that should have told me something. And the guys had their feet wrapped around each other and moving like it was on a, a helipad. 
And it, there were two pornographic freaking movies. I'm like, what? I'm just dying. And then they passed out condoms. Down, you just took one out and brought it to the next person. And this was at Normandale. I'm like, oh, I'm so out of touch with the real world. I mean, I grew up in the 50s. You didn't even talk about sex, let alone show it. <laughs> it was unreal. Right. But I don't know if that message is still there or not. Wow. To sign me up for that one, Diane. Thank you so much. But the times have changed. We should be able to talk about sex and not have be, you know, so taboo. Now, uh, I mean, the, you're, if, that, if the class is about human sexuality, I would think you're going to, that pornography would come up. That's that, Of course it would. It, it should. It's right. That's how we view sexual activity, how we view um, objectification uh, of certain sexes. I, I think that's entirely part of, uh, and if you don't want to be exposed to that, then don't take the class. Well, yeah, and to pretend it doesn't exist is ridiculous because right. um, I think pornography is rather popular on the Internet. <laughs> Boy, we have some really disturbing listeners out there who are texting in various things. <laughs> Worse than you? Worse than me, yes. Uh, ask somebody says, is this ask Adam, ask Adam anything porn related? Uh, do you remember the question? Uh, uh, if you're a construction worker, you can be banned. You can be in a band, but not porn. <laughs> um, oh, man, you say we don't talk like Fargo, but that last guest could be a star in it. Yeah, Diane had a good Minnesota accent. People suggesting other uh, things for DeRush's different segments that he could do. <laughs> I mean, I get it that he, the Mr. Gao can't be chancellor anymore, but I certainly feel like there's still a place for him to be a college professor. Maybe that uh, class that Diane was talking about. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm sure there are classes. I, and that, I, meant, I meant it when I said earlier, it kind of depends to me what they're teaching. If a professor is teaching, you know, courses on human sexuality, it's not as big of a deal, yeah. I guess. In my mind, anyway. Yeah, again, and somebody asked me, well, if your daughter went to school there, it's, I guess I wouldn't know until she's there in the class. But it's, yeah, if, the, if that's not coming up in the lecture at all, and if there's, Zero, if there's complete separation from what he's doing in his off time to what he's doing in the classroom, I've, and he's a good teacher otherwise, I don't think that really has an effect on what he's doing in the classroom. I don't, I don't think there can be a, a, a line of differentiation. You don't think so? If the students know what the professor does in the off time, I mean, how do you not bring that into the classroom every time you see the professor? Yeah, but bringing in how, though? I mean, so other they know it. They know that it exists. Do you think they're, like, they would be too distracted? I think some would. Yeah. I think some would take the class just to be in the class with the professor, probably bumping other students out, perhaps, that actually are interested in the subject matter. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe I just think college kids are still a little more immature than you feel. I guess. Maybe. I f- Oh, you're the guy that was smoking dope with the professors at Gustavus. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we had no no problem. We still took his class, and he was a great uh, great uh, instructor. We took his class too, and it was uh, all good. 
Somebody's saying beyond the tweed jacket. <laughs> oh, boy. The elbow pads. <laughs> so but that's like kind of my view of a college professor. The guy's like, hey, you know, like liberated, uh, you know. Of, I mean, we've got problems on college campuses already. This one, I think, is far down the line. Anyway. Uh, okay. We were going to do this uh, prior to the uh, the pornography conversation. But you teased it. I, I teased it well, <laughs> didn't I? Uh, here, so in the next segment, uh, this is kind of a, a year-end segment, but I like this. Finish the following sentence. 2024 will be what? 2024 will be blank. Fill in the blank. I've got my uh, answer to that. Dave, I'm sure, has an answer to that. We want your answer. We would love a phone call on this. Because it can be one word, it can be multiple words, it can uh, allay your fears about what's going to happen, or maybe you have some positivity, you have some hope. But 2024 will be, finish the sentence, next on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This is a mustache song? Yes, it is. Mustache Man by the band uh, Dog Dog. I know you're very familiar. <laughs> dog Dog. You got to dig deep for mustache songs, okay? I think you do. Uh, Adam Carter in for a Chad today. Chad out with the, uh, the COVID. We hope uh, he's uh, recuperating. We'll be back soon. So 2024 will be What? What is your answer to that? What's Finish that sentence for me. 2024 will be what? Lots of texts coming in on the WCCO Talk and text line 651-461-9226. By all means, call in, too, if you want to explain, expound on uh, what you mean, what's your uh, sentence. Mine will be, 2024 will be a tipping point for the United States or a breaking point for the United States, either one. I think that the 2024 election... Uh, and its results, uh, whatever those results are, will be a tipping point. Either we will uh, break, that this democracy we have will break, or something will happen where it will um, not get us back to what quote-unquote normal, because I don't even know what that means anymore, but I think it will be a breaking point where the fever will break with the political divide, and I don't see how that's going to happen. But I, I, and if you ask me which is more likely, I think the breaking is more likely that the democracy will break, and that uh, God forbid uh, there's violence surrounding the election, 
based on the results and who accepts the results, who doesn't accept the results. And that is um, my prediction. 2024 will be a breaking point for the United States of America. And I hope it's the latter that I mentioned that somehow there's like we break out of this fever and we stop viewing each other as enemies. And we can get back to, while not being in agreement, at least accepting we have disagreements and trying to work together in fixing the real problems of this country. But boy, it sure seems like a long way from that. Dave, What? how do you finish that? 2024 will be. Revealing. Revealing? Revealing. And it's along a lot of the same lines you're talking about. I mean, the sad thing about these questions, you know, these, the, the next year will be, so much of it goes to the negative, doesn't it? Yeah. And maybe Which it's just, sad. Maybe it's the sign of the times. It's just, you know, where we're at right now in 2023 with 2024, just a few days away. It just you know, where we're at as a country. But I, I, I was, I thought revealing because I think this will be a year that shows not only the world, what America is right now as we approach 2024 and, and through that year, but we show ourselves what we are. Yeah. You know, what we're willing to take. Yes. What we're willing to put up with and what we're willing to uh, see as a society and accept as a society. Yes. And if, you know, if, say, as we look forward to the 2024 election, if Donald Trump does hang on to the nomination Mm -hmm. and does win, I think it'll reveal to the country what the left is like. When things don't go their way like that. Right. You know, we've all yep. we've, we've talked for three years now Yep. about the MAGA wing, about Republicans, mm-hmm. about, you know, voter fraud and election fraud and all the accusations that were thrown out and, you know, court cases that have been decided, obviously, you know, almost entirely against Donald Trump and anyone who's been claiming election fraud in the 2020 election. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen then when... The left doesn't right doesn't win. If the left doesn't win in twenty twenty four, are we then going to just go back the other way and have four years of everyone on the left claiming that the Republicans cheated and the Republicans saying no, this was legit. This is the one that was legit. Yep. Are we just going to go back and forth? Is that how we're going to be now with every election? Just you know, that's what that- no. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be like that, that. That the first of all, I mean. Again, if things don't change, if so, if the, if what we're seeing will be what's going to happen, that means Biden versus Trump, with all the court cases already uh, happening, not only Donald Trump's situations, but the legal challenges to him being on the ballot, we're not going to know who won for who. Who knows how long? I, I mean, the days I think of you know finding out within hours. Well, this person was elected president. I, I just based on court challenges, based on alleged conspiracies we're not going to know <laughs> Which, are we are we at a point in america where two months between election day and you know inauguration day for a president right is that not enough time not enough <laughs> do we need a full year so that everything can be sorted out in court so what's it for you 2024 will be what lots of texts coming in would love a phone call here call in on the wcco talk and text line Six five one four six one nine two two six. I I want to know: Is there anybody out there other than personally 
other than in your personal life, do you have a positive outlook for this country? I'd be shocked if somebody did. Like, what, what about it gives you positivity or hope? <laughs> There's plenty that would. Yeah, I, I think those particularly on, on the right side. I suppose. They're, you know, if you're you're all in on, on Donald Trump taking back the presidency— you're probably thinking very positively right now. Okay, maybe that's clearly right. maybe as I'm wrong you know, polls have leaned his way over the last few months. 2024 will be catastrophic. 2024 will be an all new low for U.S. and Minnesota politicians. As always, they will say or do anything to get elected. We'll never keep a promise, and each party will continue to be crooked as the next. 2024 will be to the 2020s what 1968 was to the 60s. I keep. Uh, hearing about that reference, and we've heard about it for some time, about, you know, if you lived through the 60s and you lived through 1968 and the violence that happened, you know, surrounding uh, the uh, the Democratic National Convention, uh, the assassinations of Martin Luther King and Robert F. Kennedy, that if you lived through that year, you thought that America was ripping apart at the seams and that even people who lived through that said that that time was much more chaotic, much more uncertain than these times are. Oh, boy, I don't know about that, though. I, maybe maybe they still feel that way, and I have no idea, having not lived through the 1968. But, boy, it sure seems like we're, we're at that stage right now. 2024 will be alarming. Uh, 2024 will be the year I might dabble in vegan-free cooking. Thank you very much. <laughs> 2024 will be the year of Donald Trump. In other words, it will be bleep. Uh, we're getting the bleep show. Lots of people texting in 2024 will be a bleep show. Uh, 2024 will be unprecedented. 2024 will be the year of genocide. I hope not. Adam, 2024 will be stressful between wars, the election, polarization, ongoing disease, etc. It feels like we'll be hanging on to our hope by fingertips. Here's a positive one. 2024 will be murder, death, kill. I guarantee it. Well, I hope not. Twenty here's one. Twenty twenty four will be better. I hope so. We all hope so. Um, I was in college. I was a college student in the sixties, and I never feared losing our democracy. Today, I do. Um, Trump is going to lose by twelve million votes, maybe fifteen. I can't wait. I don't know about that. Uh, chaotic. 2024 will be chaotic, but let's be very real. Every election year is also. There are too many private gun owners in America for democracy to die. So we're going to leave it up to the private gun, over, gun, or, gun owners to save democracy? Seems fine. <laughs> uh, Robert has called in uh, on the uh, WCCO Talk and Text Line. Robert, finish the sentence. 2024 will be what? 2024 will be President Trump. Former President Trump will be imprisoned in Georgia, and he won't be able to do a damn thing about it. Just chip him out of the election, and he won't be running for nothing. And Joe Biden will win hands down. You think so, huh? I know so. All right. Or they're the latter of the part. Someone shoots him. Yeah, we don't want that. Thanks, Robert. Uh, No, we don't want violence. I'm, I'm sorry, violence against anybody. I hope that doesn't happen because that will just add to the chaos about everything. 2024 will be embarrassing. 2024 will be another year. 
Enjoy them while you got them. It's a nihilist version. Yeah, it's well, all right. I'm planning on enjoying a fantastic 2024. I'm positive 2024 will be in the future. Thank you very much. 2024 will be the year Adam stops being so negative. We can only hope. We can only hope. I apologize for that. Uh, here's some, The left will not get violent if they don't win the election. The right will become violent if they lose. The right has no option other than to win, so look out if they lose again. I hope that's not the case, and I'm not so sure about the uh, about the possibility for violence either way. That's that's the frightening part because I just don't understand how, in this day and age, we accept results or we have any kind of faith in what we're hearing is the truth. Jeff has called in. Jeff, 2024 will be what? Well, uh, I'm not going to make a prediction because I think I'm just incapable. But I wanted to add some perspective here. Sure. I was a uh, high school sophomore in 1968. And, uh, of course, a lot of stuff happened in the 60s. And this is, you know, only five years after uh, uh, President Kennedy's assassination. But I see politics and even the social fabric of this country as being much more volatile than it was then. Yeah. In spite of some of the tumultuous activities that went on, the tumultuous events. I think they were we were much more stable then than we are now. Yeah. In both regards, politically and socially. All right, thank you uh Jeff. That uh yeah, that uh, that's not not hopeful. Not hopeful. And I think the avenues that we have to communicate with each other that just uh, carry us through further divisiveness, I think that kind of adds. That's the big X factor, the difference between now and then. Jan has called in. Jan, go ahead. 2024 will be what? 2024 will be chaotic. Yeah. I was a senior in high school in 1968. From January to August, Nilai, Vietnam, mm-hmm. LBJ decided not to run. Martin Luther King was killed. Bobby Kennedy was killed the day I graduated from high school. The Democratic Convention in Chicago happened in August, and I started college in September. The whole world changed. But I never was afraid that democracy and our country would not survive. It was a whole different mindset of change for good and there was a lot of really bad stuff that happened but a lot of the things that we value i mean looking at civil rights at rights for women mm-hmm. i got married in 1971 when i got married i was not allowed to have a credit card in my name <laughs> think about that and i told that to a young woman a young girl at a, a clerk at a local store And she looked at me and she said, did you have really bad credit? (laughs) I said, no, I was not allowed because I was female. Wow. So a lot of the stuff that happened back then did good things eventually. I'm not seeing a lot of the stuff that is happening now resulting in good things. I hope you're wrong on that, Jan. Thank you for for, for the Me call. Too. Yep, Me too. I hope you're wrong. And you know, I mean, it could change in a day. Something could happen. 
that changes our perspective. It could happen immediately. You know, I haven't heard the term black swan event suddenly before. Now I'm suddenly hearing about black swan events. And, uh, well, let's take a break on that note, and I'll explain further. Uh, but keep your texts and calls coming in. 2024 will be what? Finish this sentence for me. Uh, we'll be back after this. 149, that's your Lindis Construction time check. Time to request your complimentary attic inspection. Let's go to uh, we're going. finish the sentence. 2024 will be what? Uh, Rod is in Wisconsin. Rod, go ahead. Yes. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I just figured give my two cents worth. Sure. Uh, my dad was the World World War II veteran. Yep. And in 2016, when Trump was running, you know, he looked at the floor like in distress. He was in agony the last three years. And he said, they just don't get it. He said, people forget what World War II was all about mm-hmm. and what it could have turned out to be with uh, what a dictator does donald trump he says uh, he said this he said donald trump has the same everything his character demeanor everything is he's identical to hitler mm-hmm. now we can beg to differ on that because of age maybe yeah. but uh, i try to tell people i said you know if, if somebody voted republican i basically always voted democrat i say you know this is not a democrat republican issue this is an issue over a dictator. Yeah. And, I mean, somebody says at the graveyard of thousands and thousands of patriots, losers and mm. suckers, yeah. or by Kelly's grave, what was in it for him? Yeah. That's Trump's motto. What's in it for him? And, you know, I just don't understand where people don't see that. You know, he said he was against abortion. He could care less. He was even quoted saying that about years ago. Thanks, Rob. But we're just up against the the call here. And I just don't want to make this all about just Donald Trump. And I know that there's plenty of people out there that say Donald Trump is absolutely, if he is elected again, will be a dictator. And there's a lot of points uh, that have me concerned just about what a second Trump term would look like. Revenge. uh, That. Which is part of my problem with him is that it's so self-centered and about him and about how uh, people feel about him, about how he feels about others. Just give me someone with a positive outlook. I mean, that's what I want. Somebody who's like in it for the benefit of the country and saying, "Here's, here's here's what will happen, the good things that are going to happen in this country if I'm elected. And, again, Rob, thanks for the call. I know a lot of people feel the same way. But the black swan event thing I was talking Have you heard that term before, black swan event? No. I had not heard it either, but it was, I think, on Face the Nation. Uh, They had their end-of-the-year roundtable with some of the folks, their correspondents and other uh, contributors. And Catherine Herridge, who's I think is their national security or maybe Washington, D.C. correspondent. She was asked, you know, what is 2024? What do you expect to happen in 2024? And she was very hesitant. She says, I don't mean to be a downer, but I can totally see another black swan event. Black swan event is like an unexpected, massive uh, event happening, usually negative event. Like 9-11 would have been a black swan event. I guess the pandemic Technically, is a black swan event, one that's 
people saw coming at least or should have been prepared for. But she was suggesting that because this country is so divided that our enemies would seize upon that. And I talked about this with Jordana earlier. I think that has already happened, that the part of the division we have has been the result of our enemies in this country who have manipulated the ways we communicate to further divide us. You talked about the social, uh, what was the? Social dilemma? Yeah, the social dilemma. Mm -hmm. That was a big part of that, saying that how those systems can be utilized by people with nefarious ideas who can use that. And suddenly it becomes what we see is based on misinformation that we're fed by other people, by other groups. And suddenly. And we're very well aware that it has and is being done. Right. And then we're suddenly in a silo of that misinformation and can't get out of it. And in the news earlier this week was, you know, more evidence about Russia and China becoming just more and more chummy. Uh, Joe Biden is currently bypassing Congress to enable genocide. Joe Biden removed both Democrat and his Republican challengers from ballots. No, he didn't. He didn't remove Trump from the ballot. There was a court in Colorado, and it's going to be challenged. Courts in other states, including ours, said, no, he's still on the ballot. Uh, I'm sorry, I disagree with that. Uh, Back to the original question about 2024. 2024 will be a year of perspective and reflecting. After all, the hoopla of the election is over. I believe the time, I believe with time, the rights that will need to be made will come to pass. And if not, things could get very interesting. I disagree with the doom and gloom. I think and hope Trump will lose and that the Trump Trumpers will silently go into the past. Most Trumpers are all tough talkers. Um, Somebody says uh, 2024 will be full of happiness and peace. A guy can dream. A guy can dream. Better start soon. Right. Not a lot of peace out there happening right now. Uh, That's the other thing. I mean, we're we're focusing on this country. I mean, look at what's happening in the world, too, about what what we think will happen there. Let's go to Nick on the... uh, WCCO talking text line. Nick, 2024 will be what? 2024 will be hopeful, I think, and people will talk to each other more um, on the phone. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like texting and emailing and all that, but I really like talking to people. Sorry to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but. (laughs) All right, Nick, thanks for the call. Yeah, you talk to me. You can call in any time. I prefer talking on the phone when it's on on the WCCO talking text line. Um, yeah, I just, again, I look at it and mine was tipping point and I just feel like it's going to be a tipping point and that whatever happens and with the election and how soon we're going to find out the results of that election, whether or not people believe the results of that election. And no, I'm not simply talking about, uh, the MAGA wing of the Republican party, uh, if Donald Trump loses and whether or not they believe that, I think we're at a place where. We're going to question every result now, no matter what side you're on. You're going to, well, this happened, this must have happened, this. And I just feel like it's not going to be a well-accepted result either way. And I guess the results of that are going to be frightening. I hope I'm wrong. Again, there's, it's a long time. That's the thing. It's like we talk about this every day. Something could happen tomorrow to change entirely the direction that we're headed in, for good or bad. And you just don't know until it happens. So, 
almost want to roll the dice and just ask it to happen <laughs> yes, and right. say, you know what, That's, we'll just uh, I was hope it say goes at for this the good. Point, I mean, yeah, you know, like hedge your bets and say, you know what, if this is a situation you're in, uh, maybe uh, maybe we can change. After Nick's call, I'm going to make it my New Year's resolution to call more people on more the phone. phone calls. Yep. I can't. I don't like the phone call. I think I'm done with the phone. You're call. done on the phone. I'm not. I'm just not a good phone talker. <laughs> I just am not. <laughs> I you know I, I I can do like sometimes if the mood strikes me right, I get about five good minutes. But then I'm like, it's I've like, heard that I'm before. Exa- <laughs> I'm scared. 2024 will be the year of the cat from Al Stewart. All right. We'll be back after the CBS News local update uh, coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.